This is the ball bag unzipped. Welcome back to the ball bag. Hey, Harry Johnson, Bob Lewis. Coming up, Chris Benoit, resurrected from the dead, coming to kill your family. Taekwondo. Is it a hoax or the truth? Coming up later, we also have Tony Stewart found having sex with a man in a Denny's. But right now, we're jumping into the 2021 Polecat Classic. I can't wait, Bob. I neither can I. Polecat's coming up on June 5th, 2021. The biggest news this year, no Kevin, no Kyle, and no Corey. That's first, second, and third place from last year. That's insane to me. How, how do you think the stands are going to look this year? I mean, the competition for Corey is gone. Um, it's been replaced with a new king that uh, we think is going to win. Listen, this is the first year that we're going to have professionals, like high-grade professionals. Professionals? Professionals, I said. Professionals at what? Professional disc golf players. My God, who are these pros? It's our very own AJ and Mark. Whoa, hot damn! I heard there was a couple professionals coming in the circuit, but I did not know that these two men were considered professionals. Yeah, well, I know AJ last year tied for fourth place. Um, after that, he decided to go pro. He decided, just like that, <laughs> he decided to go pro. I, I got to say, I wish I had that determination and that skill just to assert myself in that situation right there. I know. Uh, Mark, he's been towards the bottom of the pack for the past couple of years. I believe the first or second year, he was one of the players out there that lost his disc on hole number three. Ah, uh, it seems like it happens every year. It seems like it happens every year. <laughs> that, we'll see if that happens again. We were out the training grounds for the 21 uh, Polecat Classic, and uh, we were observing some of the players, and it looks like Mark definitely has a drive now to him. Yeah, it, it, it's very scary. Same with AJ. He went from about 200 feet on his drives to maybe three, even 400 feet. 400. What's next? Five? Six, seven, seven, eight. You My never God. know. <laughs> a whole kilometer? A kilometer? A kilometer? That's it. Colostomy bag. Uh, so we have the two pros. Now, a polecat first. Uh-oh. We have a woman in the polecat. That's right. Zach Loredich coming fresh off the circuit, playing in the polecat classic this year. Now, just because he's gay doesn't mean you have to call him a woman. But uh, maybe he throws like one. We'll find out. Not a lot is known about him. Well, speaking of Zach, he is a newcomer this year. Two others. We have Big and Kennedy Holman. Big and Rich and Kennedy Holman? That's the one. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. So we got another girl joining the mix, huh? Yeah, we sure do. And she is actually dating A.J. Rodriguez. What? Stop the presses. Uh, This has got to be some kind of collusion here. Collusion, collagen, I don't, uh, yeah. They collided and now they're, uh, they, they gotta be in on something here. Is she purposely gonna tank to drive up his uh, score? I I sure hope not because that would be illegal. Now, are they gonna allow any PDA on the course? I don't know about that. I don't know if they allow that in the PDGA, but uh, we'll see. I would love to see a little uh, raw dog action on hole number one to get the boys rowdy. Yeah, that would get me rowdy. Josh Hinkle. Let's talk about the worst case of dressed suicide I've ever seen in my entire life. Listen, he showed up to the first polecat in dress shoes. Looking like a fucking 10 out of 10. A fucking dime. G6. A certified. Sheesh. Now, he is not placed in the top three since that 
fateful polecat. It's got to be the shoes. It has to be the shoes. I know last year when we were sitting in this studio, we were talking. If he wore a tuxedo, I said he would take first place. What did he do? He did not wear a tuxedo. He didn't even wear dress shoes. I don't think he wore a condom. He showed up unprepared, unwilling to take that risk. Um, so, some things you get, you know, are just built into it. You know what I'm saying? Like there is luck. Oh, yes. There's skill. Yes. And then there's fate. Exactly. And when you show up in a pair of loafers with no socks, uh-huh. that's fate. Josh Hinkle, if you're listening, you know what to do this year. Put some motherfucking loafers on. Now, someone else, Trenton, has not placed since he won Rookie of the Year. It's got to be because he's flipping houses. You think? I think he's flipping houses and he's not flipping discs. So it's the real estate market. It's the real estate market that's taken a real big dent into his game. So what does Trenton have to do? to place in the top three this year. He's got to sell a million dollar house. I mean, that's the only thing he can do. Trent, if you're listening right now, tomorrow I want you to sell a million dollar house. It's that easy. Please, please do it for your sake. Now, transitioning, another rookie of the year, Josh Cuss. Last year came out. Uh, he didn't make it into the top three, but he did place higher than any of the rookies. What do you see Josh Cuss doing this year? I see him coming in with a bang. Yep. I've seen him play in the small tournaments. We'll get to those in a minute. I've seen him making better progress. I think he's going to come. I think he's going to he's going to place, or he's going to come damn near close to place. I, you know what? I couldn't agree anymore. Now, uh, something new that they're adding into the polecat duos. They're yes. having everybody team up with Last one person. Year, they had some side bet action going on. Uh-huh. You can make some money off of that trading players like Pokemon. But this year, they're double teaming up. Double teaming on every hole. We got a couple duos already in the mix that sound like they're uh, gonna wear some spicy attire. Well, the first people that come to mind, Zach Butler and Austin Good, or what they want to be known by, the Bass Pro Shop Boys. The Bass Boys are hitting the links this year. Yay! Followed by their predecessor, the Bassmaster Randy Baker will be there in spirit. Now, the woman, Zach Lordich, is gonna be teaming up with Thomas, and from what I've heard, Rumor has it, they will be dressed to the hills. To the hills. To the hills, to the mountains, to the prairies, all the way up. They will be turned all the way up. That I'm looking forward to. Any speculation on what they will be wearing? If I have a guess, rainbow rompers. Oh, rainbow rompers would play well. I was thinking more leather and studs. Hmm. Maybe a nice leather uh, harness. Maybe Thomas would mean a leather harness and a leash. Being walked hole to hole by the woman Lordich. Now they will have the returning caddy, Tino Rowe. Tino is coming back out yes. of retirement. Let's see, man. We'll see how he does. Uh, I know Tino and Alex have been going head to head to see who the best caddy are in the last couple of years. It's been head to head. It's been neck and neck every year. We'll see how that plays out. Um, now I do have a tip that I got from an anonymous source. Okay, Mark and AJ will be dressed up, but it will be in non-restricting clothing. I don't know what that means. What is, can, can I get a zip, please? Can I get a zip? You heard it here, folks. That's breaking news. That's zip-worthy. Non-restrictive clothing. They're going to show up in a t-shirt and shorts. That's a first. I've never seen that done before. Give me another zip. Two zips. Now, that covers just a couple of teams. We do have Ross and Josh. Ross and Josh. We have Ryan and Trenton. Ryan and Trenton. We have Josh Cuss and Big. Big! 
And we have a couple people who haven't decided on their teams. We have Eric, Roy, Kennedy, and Tony. Uh, we'll see how that plays out and uh, how they strategize and how they pick their teammates. Now, can I speculate on a rumor? I've heard some things, and uh, I don't know how the Polecat Committee is uh, going to handle this once it gets out on the air. All right, yeah, yeah. I've heard speculation. Okay. Eric Blades will be showing up with a prostitute to have huh. sex with before and after the tournament. Interesting. Is this true? Uh I can't speak on that for sure. I mean, I've heard things. I've heard things, too. There have been rumblings in the hooker community. I know myself. I've been down on the corner picking up some dimes. And, and that's what they're whispering about. That's what they're whispering about. They're saying he's got the biggest schlock in the land. We'll see, man. We'll see. I, I sure, you know what? I hope for it. I hope for him, too. <laughs> I'd love to see him bust a nut. Now, someone familiar with busting nuts, Tony. Tony? He, he has been at every single fucking polecat and he has not been in the top three do you think he has a chance this year he's coming back because take a look at the last year's standings tony came just after that five-way tie of the 69s with a 70 oh he my tied god with zach butler he sure did now that is that is uh something that not a lot of people have been talking about i mean the year before that he shot a nice 73 and the comeback next year coming with a 70 i mean that's impressive can we see three more strokes off this year? Ooh, I sure hope so, man. He needs to get up in the standing. All that right. man will send his money in for the polecat without a whisper. Now, taking a look, uh, the polecat team has been doing um, some additional smaller tournaments throughout the year. Um, they're doing a total of four tournaments, and the winner of each will get to move on to the final four. Uh, the final four will take place at an undisclosed location. But it will be a professional course, non-played. I mean, these tournaments will not be played on this professional course unless it's the final four course. Exactly. Um, so looking at it, we have King of the Patch. That was the fall tournament. That was won by Ryan Vaughn, who, who has always played really well in the Polecat, but just like Tony, comes up just shy every year. And that was at Portage Lakes, I do believe. And what was familiar or crazy about that one is that he tied with Kyle Holland and they had to do a shootout on hole number one to see who would win. Now Kyle Holland's very consistent um, but it just doesn't seem like uh, his, his head was in it that day. It was not in it that day but hey well you know whenever you never know the Polecat's coming up I mean he's not playing this year maybe yeah. he'll be there in spirit. Uh, after that we had the snowman showdown which was actually played at Wingfoot Lake State Park um, we saw AJ winning that. That was a brutal tournament. Half the half the players lost the will to play on hole number nine. Half of them left. Half of them left. Half <laughs> of them put the disc back in the bag. Now, it wasn't just because of AJ gunning and running out there. It was the coldest day of the year that the snow or the, the snowman showdown was played. Yes. So that's got something to do with it. Um, I mean, I know we were in the box. We were heated with some hot toddies and nice massages from the uh, the ball bag boys. Don't forget the Bahama Mamas. And the Bahama Mamas. <laughs> and we had a uh, um, banana margarita sponsored by uh, Dumpster Thoughts Mexican Grill that we were sipping on too. So I know we were nice and toasty, but we were not out on the court. Yeah, that was just an ass whipping that AJ handed out to everybody. He did. Unreserved. Now, if he can do that in the freezing cold and the negative temperatures, I wonder what he's going to be able to do at the Polka. I mean, take a look at Spring when he showed up at the uh, Frolic Through the Flowers. He uh, won that one as well, but due to the rules, he has already entered in the Final Four. So that was passed right. down to the runner-up, undisputed runner-up, that is, mm -hmm. Mr. Biggs. Yes, now, Biggs, 
he's been making his way through all the tournaments. He came to King of the Patch, Snowman Showdown, and Frolic Through the Flowers. He did well in every single one of them. It does. Big and Rich has a cannon on that. He sure does. And he could blast it to the moon. All the way to the goddamn moon. Now, that's the winners of the first three tournaments. The fourth tournament is the Polecat. Let's that's talk predictions. It is the Daytona 500 of the, the series. I mean, that's the one everyone watches. I mean, no one watches the final. Correct. You know, no one ever watches that. No. I mean, this year we'll have live coverage, but... You know, you know how this thing's going, Nancy. Yes, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, Harry and Bob, we were invited to do live coverage of the Final Four. Uh, first time they, they're allowing us to do video coverage, so please stay tuned for that. Now, predictions for the Polk. Oh, let's break them down, baby. What are you thinking? What are you feeling this year? From what you've seen so far. Okay. What I've seen, there is not a doubt in my mind that AJ is going to come in first. You think? He has to. He is a professional. A I, professional. I think if he doesn't come in first, it's an embarrassment, and he should retire. I couldn't agree anymore. Maybe we'll put some money down on that this year. Some side bets. All right, so we got AJ. That's going to be the top pick for everybody, no I, matter what. I think so. Now, coming in number two, this is where it starts getting meaty. What do you think? I've heard rumors about Mark. He is a professional, just like AJ. He's been doing a lot better. I can't say I would put him at second. If I had to pick someone for second place, Josh Hinkle. Josh Hinkle? I think now, it's his year. is this Josh Hinkle going to be wearing loafers in your mind? Or is this Josh Ooh. Hinkle showing up and run-of-the-mill tennis shoes? He, I have a feeling he's not going to make the same mistake he's made for the last couple of years. He's going to show up in loafers. Maybe a full goddamn tuxedo. A whole tuxedo. I'm telling you, if the, you know, his nickname's the Joker. If the Joker shows up in a tuxedo, he's taken home first place. Really? That's, that's guaranteed. If we can get the Joker in a tuxedo, yeah. not a doubt in my mind, first place. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. Um, like I said, if he shows up in loafers minimum, I think he's going to take second. Who do you think is going to take second? If I, okay. We talked about AJ. That's the first pick we shared. Yeah. Second pick. I'm giving it to an underdog. No. I'm giving it to an You're underdog. You're not going to do it. I'm going to give it to an underdog, and it's my boy, the ace. The ace? Thomas Keller. <laughs> I mean, that's my boy right there. I know for a fact I'm showing up with a shirt for him to autograph that day. I, I'm telling you, second place... He's got a hell of a throw. Um, he just doesn't believe in himself. And I think uh, if he starts believing in himself, I mean, you've seen his throw. It's I've seen him all day long. I mean, AJ, Mark, everybody, they, they lead with these huge gunning throws. Uh -huh. But the ace, the ace is craftier than that. The ace has got it down to a science. It's more of a flick of the wrist for the ace. He walks up, flicks his wrist, and it goes you know, Calm, 200 feet. cool, it, and like collected. That. Calm, cool, and collected. I, I, that's my second spot, the ace right there. Okay. Moving to the third place. Who you think? Oh, man. Now, for me, I I snubbed Mark this on the second place. This is where I seeing Mark coming in. I could maybe see Mark, but these have just been rumors. These have been rumors. We did see him practice throwing, but that's all we've seen. It was just we, practice. We've heard unconfirmed reports of him shooting low 60s. Now, I the thing about Mark is I think he's going to be an exceptional player, but it's about playing under pressure. 
Okay. It's about playing with about 15, 20 guys watching you throw. Exactly. That's when you start getting into your mind, and one bad throw will lead into a series of bad tee-offs after that. Now, Mark has been known to be fairly nervous in big groups. He is fast. He is fast. He also lost his disc multiple times. That is true. But, I mean, with the help of AJ... And this pairing up is AJ. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that'll be the deciding factor. So, so is that your third place? Oh, no. Let's hear it, Mr. Biggs. Mr. Biggs. Big and Rich is my third pick, and then it would be Mark. Okay. And then Vaughn. Those are my lineup right so, there. So Vaughn. That's who I'm picking for third. That's your third. We okay. haven't talked about him. He did take first at King of the Patch. Yes, he is in the mix. He. So no he, matter what, he's still going to the final four. Exactly. That doesn't matter, but we're talking about the Daytona of disc golf tournaments right here. Exactly. The Polecat Classic. The one where it all matters. The, the big the, the, enchilada. The eyes on the prize. The fourth year that this has been going on. The fourth year. The fourth. Holy shit. Yes, this is the fourth year. So I'm saying AJ, the ace, big and rich, okay. and Vaughn. Okay. It's going to be close on, and Mark in the mix there, too. Mark in there. Okay. So between... Yeah, Marker Vaughn for fourth, at least. Okay. Yep, I have AJ for first. I got Josh Hinkle. I got Vaughn. I think Mark. Mark's in there. And then maybe Josh Cuss. Josh Cuss! I don't know. There Rookie we go. of the I year know. from 2020, he's man. Got a, he's got big shoes to fill. Sometimes that's detrimental to your career, though. When you're coming off a high and you gotta you, you got to show up again, it's hard sometimes. It, you can ask Trenton. He fell off as soon as he won Rookie of the Year. So as, as he started selling houses, he turned to the needle. Yep, hopefully he doesn't flop like uh, Trenton did. Now, switching gears, let's reminisce on some of the best polecat moments of all time. Top 10 polecat moments. Number 10. Number 10 is going to be Corey Moffitt winning the first ever Polecat Classic. Ooh, baby, I'll tell you what, that was a historic moment. That was crazy. The lineup was Corey Moffitt, and then Kevin Kemry, and then nice Mr. Hinkle coming in third. Oh, man. First Polecat. Congratulations to Corey. Number nine. Coming in at number nine, we got Corey repeating the Polecat Championship. He was the second person, or the first person to repeat a championship. That was a historic moment for me. Uh, it was uh, it was quite remarkable. He took that year off. He came back. Uh, he didn't miss a beat. And nope, he did not. Number eight. Number eight goes to Austin Good, who broke his hand at the first ever polecat. Snap! Oh, baby! On the third hole! You hate to see it! shot! He cracked that bitch. It was the hand cracked hurt around the world. Yeah, he hasn't been himself uh, ever since. I heard he's coming out. Uh, he got some new discs this year. Things are looking up for him. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him. Number seven. Number seven, we got Bruce playing his first round of disc golf day one of the polecat. He teed off a hole one, and boy, did he learn what a real disc feels like when you throw it. Straight into a goddamn tree. Straight into a tree. But he kept popping hard, and he uh, trekked out the rest of the game. No word on Bruce this year. Uh, he could make a surprise appearance. He could not. Uh, will he return to the polecat? We don't know. I hope he does. Number six. Josh Hinkle wearing dress shoes to the first ever polecat. <laughs> Number five. 
Number five is Kyle Holland wearing the first ever Lumberjack Award. Congratulations. Yes, he threw that disc about 16 times into the same tree on hole number 18, not even knowing there was an award for that. So I'm glad to see him come all the way from Austin, go home not empty-handed. Number four. Number four goes to the food truck at the second polecat. That was a huge surprise, and what lovely gyros were served there. Ah, they were lovely indeed. Mac and cheese was nothing to squirt about either. Ooh, it made me go, sheesh, sheesh, mac and sheesh. Number three. Number three, we got the polecat Snapchat filter. That was a shocking surprise for everyone in attendance there. Yes, that was respectfully bussin', if you know what I mean. Respectfully bussin' in a bussy way. Number two. Number two, we have Eric Blades coming to the polecat, leaving halfway through, coming back, finishing his round of golf, and then coming to the after party late. <laughs> And the number one spot, undisputed spot, was when Kyle Holland showed up in the back of a trunk, pulled out by his feet, showed up in front of everyone. No one thought he was coming. He was living in Texas at the time. The Polecat Committee secretly flew him out for a one-night-only event. He sat in that car for about 45 minutes. 45 without, minutes? Without anyone attending to it. Oh, my God. And then before the match started, they said they had one surprise. They pulled up, opened the trunk, and out popped Kyle. Pulled by his ankles. Pulled by his ankles. He, ha he almost died. He almost died. He almost died. The shock on everyone's face was enough to secure that for uh, spot number one. All right. Hopefully this year we can make new memories. Well, that was the top ten. That was the top ten, and what a hell of a top ten that was. Yeah. I can't wait to see what next year's top ten will be, if there will be some new spots. Wow. All right, 2021 Polecat going down June 5th, 2021, the first Saturday of you June. You know the date, bitch. You know the date. You know it. There's no excuse. There's no excuse not to play this year. Just I fucking mean, be there. Competition, just show up for the fun of it, baby. I know we went over the duos, how that's going to work. That's exciting. There's going to be the best team award for that. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully something for the dress, you know, showing up. Yeah, we'll you see. Get something there. There's always a prize you get for coming. So yeah. that's always going to be something to look forward to. The trophies are bigger this year. They're better this year. There's more of them this year. Oh. And we also have the Beersby After event. You know, you're going to love that. You're going to get some food along with it. I oh, mean, yeah. why, why not show up? It's $25 to enter. That's all you're looking forward to. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. what I'm looking forward to. Well, the one thing I wanted to go off on a note. Okay. It's been the hot topic. Spaghetti at the event. What do you think is going to happen this year? Listen, we had high hopes last year for it. Uh, no spaghetti, no milk. No spaghetti or milk. It's the it's something that it was hot. It was hot, hot enough to be a milk and spaghetti kind of day, but it was not out. I think this year is going to be hotter. Hotter. I think this year might be the year that the committee is going to bust out with some spaghetti and milk. So there will be pasta. We're there positive will be pasta. for it pasta. It will not be from Zach Zaccarelli's Pizza. They have no pasta. Oh, oh okay. That's one of our sponsors, so we'll have to reach out where elsewhere for pasta. Okay. But well, I hope we can supply uh, at least a couple people with some pasta milk. I hope so, too. I hope that's what they're having at the after party. Oh, my God. They'd be stupid not to. Well, thanks for listening to the Ball Bag Unzip. This is Bob Lewis. This is Harry Johnson. Signing off. Bitch. <laughs>